Welcome to the Dr. Daft Show. I have a very special, beautiful guest with me today. Megs, Megan, you love Megs, your girl who's an OG YouTuber. And we're here to talk about all things Megs. So welcome, Megan. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. This is like my first podcast. Wow. That I've been on in since the pandemic. <laughs> well, welcome. Well, hello. I'm so happy to see you. You know, I feel like you just sort of like vanished. So I'm really happy that you're here because yeah. I have so many things to ask you. And you know what? Your voice sounds completely different than how I remember it sounding. Does it sound different now? It sounds so much deeper. Because, you know, Meg, if you don't know Megs, her... Do you go by Megs? Yeah, I do. There's a story <laughs> to that as well. Really? Because I'm yeah. like, why am I calling her Megs? Uh, yeah. You do go by Megs. Yeah, I do go by Megs. I've okay. been going by Megs for years. I got it from cheerleading. Oh, yeah, okay. My I cheer sisters totally gave me that nickname. That's so cute. Thank you. You would be a cheerleader. Yeah. <laughs> so, Megs, your voice sounds a lot different. Normally, her her voice is really like chipper and like, I would say it's almost like one of those like classic, if you heard it, you would know it's her voice. Yeah. But now it sounds a lot deeper. Does something happen? You know what? I think it's because I'm getting a little bit older as well. Okay. And I, I did get a little sick. I, I, I got the, I got the C word, the COVID. And my voice was definitely affected when I would get on the phone when I was sick and recovering. Mm-hmm. People were like, whoa, really? are you Okay. They didn't know who it was. They were like, startled. <laughs> like, where is your voice? And so it probably is a bit deeper now. And also I'm getting older. So, mm-hmm. but I, you know what? Growing up with that kind of voices, it was very difficult. I used to get teased okay. about my voice. Really? Chickmunk, oh. mouse, oh. all of the above. And you know what? My whole family, all the women on my mother and father's side, they all have this very high pitched voice. My mother has this voice too. My oh, really? Grandmother. Yes. So voices can get like passed down? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, they used to call my grandmother Rabbit because she talks so fast with a really high-pitched voice. Wow. So, but so you felt like it was normal in your family. But when you went out, people made fun of you and you're just like, okay. It was normal because my aunts sound like this Uh and, you know, it was just normal around the house, especially hearing my mother. Mm -hmm. Oh, you guys should hear my mother speak. (laughs) She sounds like me. But it's good that you at least had people to like be able to come back to and talk about it with. At least they understood, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> but it was definitely a journey because at one point I just really didn't like my voice, especially when I started YouTube. I mm-hmm. really felt bad. Like, what am I going to do? I just can't help it. Aww. But I actually started to really love my voice as I gotten older. That's yeah. so good. No, your voice is so cute. It goes with you. Thank you. And speaking of YouTube, you are an OG YouTuber. So you've been on YouTube for like, what, 14 years or something? Yes, I actually pro- posted my first video. Well, I created the account in 2009 and I was just kind of like, you know, a user watching everyone else and just admiring at the time the makeup trends because Mm -hmm. at the time I was really getting into makeup and I didn't know about YouTube. Okay. Um, I originally started with doing makeup tutorials in 2010. Well, what got you to even think that you could be on YouTube? Because back then, YouTube wasn't like how it is now. There weren't yeah. that many people doing things on YouTube. So what got you to think like, you know, I want to start a channel? It wasn't my idea. Oh. It was actually, I originally, I started my hair care journey and I was on a hair care forum called KISS. Uh, Tracy mm-hmm. created this beautiful forum where it was ladies of a community who wanted to take better care of their hair. And I found her through YouTube and I joined her website to take better care of my hair. So I originally, I started posting videos on her website and the ladies were like, we need more of this. We need more. So I created a YouTube account and posted videos for those ladies. And I was, I didn't really understand YouTube at the time because I didn't understand how large that platform was at the time. And then I would post videos and other people started watching. I'm like, who are these people? I don't know you. So I just started from there. And, you know, my sister and my father actually encouraged me to continue to post videos because also at the time I was in college and I didn't have any hobbies at the time. And my father was like, Megan, all you do is go to school and go in your room and watch 106 and Park, whatever was on at the mm-hmm. time. And so he was like, you need to get into some hobbies because you never know what can become of a hobby. And he was actually the first person that helped me just get my hobby together. He purchased my first camera. Oh, wow. Yes. Your father, I remember you posted him on your Instagram page and everyone yeah. was like, girl, who was that? He looked like you. 
like super young and like yeah I think you even like got rid of the comments because it was a lot wasn't it it was it was becoming a little too much <laughs> I was very uncomfortable <laughs> And so, but my dad loved it, of course. He said, thanks. But I was just like, yeah. yeah <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah my, my parents, they both look very, very young for their age, for okay. sure. But my sister and my father, they were really encouraging me to start the hobby and continue making videos. And I was just so afraid to post videos at the time. Mm-hmm. My first few videos were just of my eyes because I was just so shy. I was just so shy. And I didn't speak either. It was just my eyes because at the time, I think the style of YouTube videos, especially beauty was just showing your eyes and that was just it. Really? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't show my face. I didn't, you know, do live speaking videos either. So I actually started posting more and more as far as the requests that I was getting in the comment section. And that's just how it happened for me. It wasn't really originally my idea where I just said, yes, I'm going to make YouTube videos and this is what I'm going to do. It just kind of happened. That makes sense. And you said that your sister and your father encouraged you. Now you have a twin sister, identical, right? Yes. And so what was her like perception of it? Did she think, wow, this is really interesting. I should do it too. I mean, we look the same, right? I don't know if you have the same skills, but you look the same. Was she interested in it at all? She was really interested because I remember one night because we were were night owls. So it was like two in the morning and we were just on YouTube and she was just saying like, Megan, you could do that. I could see you doing that too. And I'm like, really? Because I always have this thing where I'm just kind of like, no, I don't think so. You're like, are you sure? I, I always doubt myself sometimes when it comes to things like that, that I'm new to and I'm afraid of. And so she was like, you definitely can do it. Just keep on going. And I did. And whoa, it really took off. Wow. Do people ever think that your sister is you like on the street? You know what? Yes. Yeah. You know, our voices are very, very similar. Okay. Growing up, we would trick people on the phone <laughs> and our parents. I, your parents couldn't tell the difference. No, it that was so hilarious. Funny. So funny. Growing up, we have like baby videos where our parents can't tell us apart and they'll just say, one of you, whoever that is, come here. One of you. Yeah. Like Megan, Ashley, which one are you? So yeah, we would always kind of play those kind of fun games, especially during high school when people would call, I'll act like Ashley or Ashley will act like me on the phone. That is hilarious. Yeah, it was so much fun. <laughs> now, being an influencer and you've been for so long now, you've seen all the trends, the ups and downs. Yeah. How has it been on you as a person? Do you ever feel like it's been difficult or have there been any situations where you felt like maybe it was overwhelming? I say my entire YouTube journey has been overwhelming at certain points. Mm-hmm. It definitely has its highs and its lows. I would say the most overwhelming thing for me is the opinions of others mm-hmm. or rude comments. And especially if you're going through something internally, because I don't really share too much of my personal life or what I may be going through at the time. And you may read a comment and you're like, that may have took me over. Right. Right. So the comments can get really, really bad. But over time, I developed a thick skin because after a while, I'm just kind of like, you know what? They don't know me. That's right. You know, and if you're on YouTube or social media making those kind of comments to people that you don't know, mm-hmm. what does that say about you? <laughs> Be nice. Be nice. And I also realize that, you know, people who comment and say mean things like that aren't happy. They can't be happy people. And it's easy to do because they can't see these people would probably be the same people coming up to you on the street and giving you a hug and telling you how much they love you. You know what? And that's what kind of trips me out. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you take care of yourself in terms of dealing with all of that, being on YouTube and having people say things to you, do anything to prioritize like your mental health? Um, I, what I do now, especially I just post and go. You, okay. I don't really stay too too much in the comments ever. Mm-hmm. I've been doing that for probably about seven years now. I'll just post and go. And if I see a comment that isn't very nice, I'll delete it and just move on because it's just kind of like, I don't want to say it's a part of the game and a part of, you know, the whole thing of being an influencer and putting yourself out there because it really shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. But that's what it comes with. You but know? you're brave in the sense that you've yeah. done a lot of things that You've done a lot of things that have opened you up to criticism, but you did it anyway. Like, I know that you got braces at a much 
later age than the average person. Exactly. And you did it anyway, right? I sure did. And, you know, I got a little, te- I got a little tease for that. Like, oh, you got braces now? What was it like having braces as someone your age? Because on my channel, I actually encourage women, it doesn't matter how old they are, to fix whatever things that they feel like they need to fix. It doesn't matter how old you are, what resources you have, just do it. So that's something I think is super important. Do you have any advice or any encouragement for anyone who's a little bit older who wants to do things like improve themselves with um, braces? I would definitely say go for it because it, it really helped my self-esteem because I would mm-hmm. always, I was looking at some of my pictures and my father brought it up again because huh. he actually took my platform way more seriously than I did. Oh, really? He was the one that was like, hey, Megan, things are getting a bit serious now. You're, <laughs> you're doing more campaigns and things. <laughs> I think it's time to, you know, start to invest in your smile because I will always just smile like this. <laughs> And like, that's not cute. Like, you want to be able to smile and, and, you and show your personality. Like, I didn't want to be like this the whole time. <laughs> you know, you don't want to do that. <laughs> you don't. So I, I decided to really invest in myself and invest in my smile. So my smile reflects my personality. And so I'm still I'm still in, uh, doing a bit of correcting. Now I'm in Invisalign. Okay. So you didn't like the like standard braces that didn't work out for you? Well, it didn't work out because I didn't like the end result, the orthodontist that did my braces. Oh, okay. So I had an issue on top of an issue and I had to go somewhere else to fix the oh, second wow. issue. Okay. So I'm coming to an end. I'm hoping I'm coming to an end to my correcting journey. It's been 10 years. It's been 10 years. It's awful, isn't it? 10 years. What? I originally started my first round of Invisalign in 2012. It's not supposed to take 10 years. It's not supposed to. <laughs> I just, you I, need a new orthodontist. You know what I did? I, I switched three times. Did your sister have the same teeth as you? She actually had an underbite. Oh, wow. Did she decide to get braces as well when you got yours? No, actually, she actually got hers when she was a teenager, 13, 14, 15. So why didn't you get yours then? Mom, dad. Why didn't I get my braces too? <laughs> they probably thought your teeth were fine. Yeah, they did. They didn't have underbites. Yeah, so. they didn't have, a, I didn't have underbite. I just had a little crossbite, a little crowding. It wasn't too, too bad, but... Well, it's good that you did it though, because when yeah. you do that, you inspire people who wouldn't necessarily think it's like cool to do or cute to do it, to do it too. Yeah. And something else you did, which I thought was super shocking. You've always been known for having super long, relaxed, beautiful hair. And your hair grows really fast. Mm-hmm. And that's like... Super inspiring, especially to Black people. They typically yeah. want to learn how to grow their hair quickly. And then you went natural. Mm-hmm. That was super shocking. I would have never expected you to do that. You know, Why did you do that? You know, I had been wanting to go natural for years. Really? Years. Did you feel locked into being relaxed because of your I, platform? I did. Okay. I wanted to go natural for years because I was natural before I was relaxed. I first started relaxing my hair when I was like 16, 17, because okay. my mother was just against it. She's like, no, you're not doing that. Wait, so she was it. against it, so you did it? Ooh. Yeah, I was against, yeah. she was against me getting a relaxer <laughs> at a young age. So she was like, well, if you want to do that, because at the time, um, yeah. my sister and I lived in Ohio, so it was always so humid. And we would wear our hair silk pressed a lot. And we would go to school and come home with a poof. You're like, it didn't stay. <sighs> so we wanted to wear those down styles that was really popular in the uh, early 2000s, you know. Mm-hmm. And so my mother was like, well, if you want to start relaxing your hair, if if you want to, I want you to be able to do your hair yourself when you get a bit older. So that's what happened. But what inspired me to go natural later on is I always wanted to. I've never had the experience of, you know, really rocking my curls and really getting to know my curls and loving my curls. I absolutely love being natural. It was, you look so beautiful. I love it. Hair. And you know what? I'm going to do it again. And then when you relaxed it, I was like, okay, what's going on with this girl? Yeah, I, I'm just <laughs> Why did here you, and there. What happened? You know what? I, I wasn't really educated on single strand knots and keeping oh. my hair stretched. Oh, okay. And I learned my lesson that that's absolutely what I need to do when I go back natural again. Mm-hmm. I need to keep my hair stretched and make sure it stays definitely, definitely moisturized. So you were like snacking at the ends when you were doing your hair. You were yeah. like, it was like breaking. It was breaking. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Well, I actually did natural hair videos for, wow, maybe like five or seven years because I really yeah. wanted to just educate women on how to take care of the natural hair because I love wearing my hair natural. So I don't wear it out because it's just 
takes so much time that I was spending so much time and money and watching videos constantly. And just, I would say just overdoing it in that space. And I needed to pull back and figure out what I'm supposed to be doing with my life. Right. Right? So I do wear it out, but not on camera as much. Mm -hmm. Only because, you know, sometimes when I have these styles that I try to do, I'll stay up all night fixing my hair and then I wake up the next morning and then I take it out and it's wet or it's yeah. it just looks crazy and then it just ruins my <laughs> my day my yeah, mood and so I can't come on camera looking crazy so I have right. to throw a wig on but yeah for you it was just like you felt like you had to cut it yeah I had to cut it I needed to start over and I was just like I don't have the time to tend to my natural hair right now so mm-hmm. I went back relaxed okay so it was time yeah I was I was natural for about three years. Okay. And then I returned back to relaxing my hair in 2019. Okay. Yeah. I see. Yeah, but I absolutely love my natural hair. Don't be surprised if you hear me say I'm transitioning again. Because <laughs> it was so pretty. I go back and forth. And I also wanted the experience. I wanted to try something different. That's what I'm about. I'm always wanting to switch things up and try new things. That's good. Yeah, I yeah. love it. Yeah, that's important to do. It know. really is. What you feel like doing at the time. Yes. That's good. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back natural. It's just... I may wake up tomorrow and say, hey, I'm just going to transition. Yeah. Yeah. So your audience, they went from seeing like the makeup, then the relaxed hair, the natural hair. Did you feel like you were able to keep your audience, the people that were following you for one thing and then you switched? Were you able to keep people or did they take it kind of, were they kind of like? No, when I, I got a bit of pushback Mm -hmm. both times Especially, I got more pushback when I I announced to my audience that I was going natural. I I can see that, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> because they probably thought that. I mean, I don't know. I'm guessing. Yeah, maybe they thought that you were just doing it because that became like the popular thing, right? At, yeah. at a certain point, everyone was making natural hair videos. Yeah, and maybe they felt like you were just trying to hop on that wagon. Yeah, I got a lot of those kind of comments as, as well okay. where people are just like, oh, you're going to lose everything that you had. It was very, what? very negative. I cried. I cried. Uh, <laughs> I was so hurt. I was like, I just wanted to try something different. Yeah. And, you know, I, of course I understand mm-hmm. why someone would say that because of what's going on. And sometimes I do feel like I get bunched into this influencer category that isn't authentic. Sometimes. What do you mean by that? Because I feel like some people think that influencers always have this motive. Mm. And uh, that totally isn't me at all. I just really wanted to try something different and try something new and experiment and just have the experience. Like everything you do is strategic for, for, you know, a coin. And it's not. (laughs) You know what's so crazy as well? When I first started my YouTube channel, I didn't know you could make money from it. Same here. I had no idea. I was creating videos for like a whole year mm-hmm. and I got an email from Google one day. Oh. Yeah. And at the time I was in college, I didn't have a job, mm-hmm. no money. I couldn't get a job. I was living in Hesperia. The, Whoa. The, yes. The no, high no, desert. No offense to Hesperia. It's just way out there. Yeah. It, <laughs> we had a beautiful home, but it was just nothing. There were no opportunities. And I was going to school. I was in the nursing program to be an RN. Really? Yeah. Wow. You took a totally different route. Yeah. And I I started, you know, posting the videos as a hobby. And then one day I got a, I got an email from Google like, Hey, you have some money in here. It was Christmas time. Oh, that's perfect. (laughs) I can, you know, get some school books and, and, you know, get my family some Christmas gifts. Yeah. Yeah, I just had no idea. So when I get comments like that, I'm like, I honestly don't, I'm not like that, mm-hmm. guys. I had no idea that you can make a living from YouTube. I didn't, I, I just had no idea. Mm-hmm. I remember back in the day, I made a YouTube video talking about, yeah, influencers don't make that much money. Like, we're you not, so, really? I sure did. You did that? And look at, <laughs> okay. I had no clue because <laughs> I wasn't making any coin from right. it. I didn't understand really how YouTube worked back then and in and, and partnerships. Right. But I learned. Well, after many brand trips, you learned. Yeah, I definitely learned. This is like way back in 2010. So I'm like, boy, was I wrong. I was definitely wrong. So sometimes I do get, sometimes I'm placed in a category where everything I do 
there's a motive behind it and it absolutely isn't. Well, I feel like compared to so many other influencers, you've always been very low key. You mind your own business. You do your work. I never see any drama with you whatsoever. I mean, you've kept even the same YouTube handle since the beginning, which is hilarious because I've changed mine. I don't know how many times and you've been so consistent that it, to me, it's like, I mean, your audience should know you by now, right? that you're, you're dependable in that way. Like it's, it's authentic. Yeah. which is wonderful. Especially when it comes to like drama, I'm really not about it. Mm-hmm. If there's something that we need to discuss privately, I'm not going to run to the internet about it. I'm right. going to call you. We're going to talk. <laughs> I'm a solutions girl. I'm like, yeah. if we have a problem, let's talk it out. Let's figure it out. I'm not running to the internet mm-hmm. talking about it because it doesn't help anyone. And even though you have like a very vibrant personality, yeah. like we met, oh gosh, I don't even know when we met. It just seems like we, we just like, yeah, yeah. We just always ended up in the same places, but you're even in spaces where there were a lot of big personalities. You just kind of stay low key. Like, I just really love that about you, how you carry yourself. It's just so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Have you seen a change with the algorithms in terms of your channel, in terms of the views or in terms of engagement? Because, you know, YouTube has changed and oh yeah, it's become really, really difficult now. Have you seen any differences? You know, I absolutely have seen a difference because the platform is definitely... It's saturated. Saturated. Mm-hmm. Yes, YouTube is very saturated now. And I noticed a lot of the the changes because the girls don't really need us to teach them how to do their makeup anymore or mm. to do a hairstyle because right. everyone's just so glam now. And I absolutely love it. I'm like, yes, girl, give us a lash. You don't need me to teach you how to put on a lash now. Like, girl, you do it now. But I have noticed like those kind of videos don't get as much engagement okay. across the board on social media unless it's just really... You just hit and it just hits. And that's what's so interesting too. When I first started my YouTube channel, I just started posting. I didn't have a strategy. I just posted and whatever hit, I just continued to do more of that. So what I noticed, what still consistently gets me views is hair care content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not so much the beauty and the makeup anymore, but I still post like, you know, protective style videos. Those don't get as much views as far as my audience. No. Yeah. Even though your wigs are really nice. Oh, thank you. They're so much the blonde one. I was like, wow. You know, it's time for another blonde. You look great in blonde. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Have you had any struggles as a Black creator specifically on YouTube? Is there anything that has stood out to you being a Black woman? Um, I would say that I noticed probably around when I became a full-time influencer, mm-hmm. I noticed around the time we weren't getting the same opportunity uh, opportunities as the smaller influencers were getting. So even though you had a big platform as a Black woman, you still weren't getting as many opportunities as someone who was really small. Right. I wasn't getting as many opportunities and I, I would definitely was getting low-balled as far as rates and budget and payments and things like that. And I was just kind of like, hmm. I, and I actually learned that that was the case when I went on a, a brand trip. I was oh. like, it's like, oh, um. <laughs> so you were asking them, like, you know, having conversations, and it kind of came up. No, I was being nosy. Oh, you just it was, asked. It was a girl behind me. Oh, you were. You were... I know it's just kind of like ear hustling uh-huh. a little bit because uh-huh. I, I, I don't really get too much into the tea of what other people's business was. I will just happen to overhear. Okay. And yeah. so I was just like. Oh, Mm, it's interesting. It's interesting. It's definitely been difficult. It has gotten better for me as a macro influencer. I just learned that I was a macro influencer. Oh, girl, you are for sure. I just learned. I was like, oh, all these terms and things. You've done well. And you actually, congratulations, bought a home. That is huge. That is huge. Congratulations. Thank you so much. What got you to even like get on the process to buying a home? Because you... You mentioned that you're even thinking of buying a second home. So yes. is it something that you just always dreamed about doing? You know, it wasn't a dream of mine. Oh, it wasn't? No, okay. it wasn't something that I thought about that I just was like, that was just like a goal for me, like a lifelong goal. Mm-hmm. Again, my father, he brought it up to me because I was talking to him because at the time I had a, a very small apartment and I was just outgrowing the space. I had so much in, in that space. I'm like, I have no room for anything. And I told my dad, I'm like, I need to get another apartment with an additional bedroom so I can have a filming room and this, that, and the other. And so I told him about it and I told him the price of the rent. He was like, Meg, um, Mm-mm. 
you probably shouldn't do this right now. Mm-hmm. Because the situation that I had, I was actually living with, not with, but my grandfather has an apartment complex. And so I was living in the back unit and my rent was very, very low. Okay. So I was able to kind of like save my money and do things that I need to do. And when I told my father the the price of the rent of this new space, he was like, no, you know what you should do? Save that extra money that you were going to use on that rent and put it away and buy a house. You're going to get a house. That is so wise. And I was just like, I didn't see it at the time. I just Mm -hmm. thought it was just so just far out and just I couldn't achieve it because I was told by so many people in my family, oh, you can't buy a house in, in California. It Why? Be because it's expensive? Yeah. It just So they said you you can't, like it's impossible for you? Impossible or oh, no, wow. it just can't be done. Wow. <laughs> and so my father was like, Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna get a house, Megan. You're gonna do it. Like and this is father. how you're gonna do it. So I did it. That's right. I sure did. I cried so hard when I got the keys. Thinking about now is going to make me cry. Um, <laughs> it was a beautiful experience because I never thought I could do it. Oh, Tissue. <laughs> I don't have tissue. Well, let me. <laughs> <laughs> because it was so difficult for me. I went through so. It's okay. It's okay. We're proud of you, girl. It is so difficult to buy a house. Let me tell you. And you. So much. I know. But you did it. And you're ready. God is out. so good. God is so good. God is Woo! so good, girl. <laughs> I went through so much to get this house. And I had so many negative people just saying I couldn't do yeah, that's anything on my own. And that was just the biggest accomplishment. It's huge. Big accomplishment. Huge. And I just get, every time I think about my house, I get so emotional. I get so emotional because I worked so hard to get it. And and being told that you can't do something, you start to believe it. Yes, you do, you unfortunately. You that you can't and you definitely can't do whatever you put your mind to. That's right, girl. And I'm just so grateful and, and happy that I had the support system yes, your father, to get my house. And he, he told you you were going to do it. And, and having someone me. like that on your side Yeah, and everybody so needs that. Yes, everyone needs and that. I'm just so grateful that I was able to do it and I had the support to do it. Yes. And I'm going to do it again. That's right. She's going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. <laughs> and I get so emotional because, you know, people are so negative and that's not what you need. You need that support system to really get in there and do what you need to do. So how did you do that? You know, you hear all of this negativity from people, but you still ended up becoming your dream woman. Yeah. Right. So how did you, how did you do that? What did you tell yourself? I know you mentioned God. Did you... I pray you pray every day. Every day. That's so good. Have a good relationship with God. You do. You do. You absolutely do. And anything is possible with God. That's right. Okay. All things. All things. That's so great. Okay. When they say no, Jesus says yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay <So>, Michelle. <laughs> you know, and really just having that support system with mm-hmm. my father and his wife and my sisters, like, yes, you can make it. Because sometimes I self-doubt myself mm-hmm. as well. I don't think it can be done because I'm a single woman. It's hard. It is so hard. It's hard. Especially being a single woman. So, you know, being in LA and being on the dating scene, having something as massive as oh being God. a homeowner. How does that impact your dating relationships? Is it something you even disclose? You know what? With dating in LA, is my face giving still? Do you want to touch your makeup? Let's go make ahead. sure our face. Go, yeah, go ahead and touch your makeup. Yes, I always get the spirit when I talk about my house. I knew that was coming. <laughs> I knew. It was, make sure you put that in there. I want to <laughs> keep that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, okay, I'm cool. She all right. You yeah. Not your coach. Thank you. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Let me tell you. When Jesus said, what, what, what's the, I forgot the, the right lyric. When Jesus says yes, no one no one can say, say no. no. <laughs> when Jesus says yes, nobody can say no. <laughs> Amen, though. That I mean that's 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 the truth. Amen. Whatever's for you is for you. It's for you. And Dating in LA and being a homeowner and just really doing my own thing has been very difficult. And I used to kind of like dim my light. In what way? I just wouldn't disclose any of it. I wouldn't even share my 
YouTube or Instagram, mm-hmm. I just would say no. But I mean, in terms of dating, that's probably a good thing. Yeah. Because, you know, you don't want to attract the wrong person that wants to use you for what you have. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's that, a thing. And that's a thing. It's happened to me <laughs> a couple happened. of times. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's happened a couple of times. But you know what? I've, I've learned my lessons <laughs> and really did the work on myself because I was starting to think like I'm getting the same person over and over uh, again. Just with different, different just looks, different, different look. packages. And I had to, I had to do some self-reflection. Like, you know what, Megan? Why am I attracting this? Why am I attracting this? And I took a long look in the mirror. I'm like, it's time to make some changes. What kind of person were you attracting? What kind of man? A dusty, <laughs> straight up. Were they one of those that are like, hey girl, Cause I, you know, I'm just like, well, what's up? Like, but I had to stop. I was just like, you know what, 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 what it really was because I was a lot younger and I just felt like I wanted the companionship because also what happened was my sister moved to Ohio. Oh, so she moved. She moved. That must have been tough. It was very tough at the time. My sister, she moved to Ohio because she wanted to do some different things. Okay. And so she moved back to Ohio. And so I was just so lonely going through that. My sister's gone Mm -hmm. and I'm living alone for the first time. Mm -hmm. I was 23 and I, I first started living alone. And I was definitely, my standards weren't there because I was just so lonely and you were probably just so used to having that companionship. Being a twin, it's like you're always in the same yeah. same page. So exactly. just kind of wanting that void filled, you didn't really think about who was going to fill it. You just wanted a person. I just wanted a person. And you know what? At the time, mm-hmm. me thinking back now, I was desperate. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be the you one to that's, say it. That's pretty shocking. You know, in the way when I say desperate, I didn't even know the things that I was doing was desperate. Give me an example. For example... If this person didn't text me back, uh-huh. why am I calling you? <laughs> <laughs> you want to make sure they got your text? Yeah, like, I, hello? Like, don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, gosh, it was awful. It was bad. And so would they even pick up the phone? Yeah, they would pick up the phone. <laughs> like, hey, what you doing? I was, you know, in the area. And was going to get something to eat if you're down. I was that girl. I was doing that when oh. I was younger. So what was the wake up call? Like what what happened to where you woke up and you were like, you know what? I'm done with this. The wake up call was I wasn't getting back what I was putting out. Okay. I wasn't getting the same energy. I was my feelings were always getting hurt. I was getting disrespected the most, the worst disrespect ever. <laughs> when I tell you. <laughs> I can only imagine. In God, bad. Because some of these men, they have the nerve. Terrible. And you know, I was the girl back in the day when I was a lot younger in my Mm -hmm. 20s. I was just kind of like, you know, thinking like, oh, well, they're going to get it together. They just need a little help because Mm -hmm. I'm just always wanting to help people. I'm the helper. The the fixer-upper. I'm the fixer I was the fixer-upper. Not anymore. (laughs) <laughs> but I was a okay. fixer-upper. I was just yeah. like, well, I can help you do whatever you need. Oh, I understand I that. I can do this and, you know, mm-hmm. and I was being taken advantage You're of. You're a sweet girl. Yeah. I stopped being that sweet girl. <laughs> I mean, I'm still sweet. Of course. To deserving individuals. Yeah. But you know what? It came to a point where I was tired of my juice getting drank in my refrigerator and it wasn't being replenished. <laughs> You're drinking all of the Minute Maid. <laughs> Why are you in my house like this? <laughs> You know, I don't do that anymore. Good. I stopped that around 28. Good. And that's late. That's really late. But at least you woke up because 28, I mean, some people are doing that at 48. Oh, so gosh. it's good that you woke up. Yeah. I shut all that down. I was like, you know what? I'm tired of this. Were you afraid, though, to have higher standards? Because, you know, when you've been a certain way for so long and then you sort of figure it out, like, okay, this is not the way I want it to be. First of all, how did you even learn how to behave differently? Where did you go for that? Because you've been a certain way. You have to almost get taught how to be different. You know what? I had to learn that on my own. And the wake up call happened after a really, really bad incident with the relationship that I had. And I was just like looking around at everything in my peers. And I'm like, why am I dealing with this? Mm -hmm. So then I was just on YouTube one day just looking up videos and just watching beauty videos and I came across dating videos 
femininity videos. Oh, femininity videos. This is beautiful. This yes. is where I need to be. <laughs> I watch some of your videos as well. Oh, this is beautiful. Thank you. And so I learned a lot. It was definitely a process okay. as far as getting higher standards and Mm -hmm. talking to my father about those things. My father has always put us on game. I don't like to call it game, but what some men are capable of. He taught you, which is good that you had a father to teach you these things. Yes. That's major. Yes. He was always, sometimes he would keep it a little too real Mm -hmm. when I was younger, but I would ignore it. Why were you ignoring it if he told you you didn't believe him? I don't know what what it was. It was something inside of you. It was something that I just had Mm -hmm. to kind of like go through and kind of shake off because my father was like, you have no business dealing with this kind of person anyway. Because after a while, he wasn't feeling sorry for me. So you were telling him these stories. I tell my father almost everything (laughs) when it comes to like relationships and things. And he was like, you know what? You Mm -hmm. need to go through this Mm -hmm. and you're going to learn from this and you're going to become better. So after that conversation, I was on YouTube, just kind of like, you know, Mm -hmm. in my own little space and world. And I started to learn from other beautiful ladies that, you know what? You are better than this. You do deserve a lot more. That's right. So things are looking up. (laughs) I'm getting what I deserve. I'm having a lot of fun dating in L.A. now um, because before I was focused on the wrong things. Like what? For example, when I get asked out, just go. Just go on the date. This may or may not be your husband. You mean like if someone met you like at the gas station? Oh, no, I don't do the gas (laughs) station anymore. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Uh, Like, say, for example, if I'm at an event, create conversation Mm -hmm. with, you know, someone like, oh, this punch is really good. (laughs) Like, you know, just little conversations when I'm out and about and I get asked out and I don't think too far into a date anymore. I just focus on having fun and getting to know the person. Oh, good. First, good. before, I was just so, we're going to be together after this day. We are in a relationship. <laughs> like, no, have fun. Yeah. Date. You know, just because you meet one person, that doesn't mean that they're your person. Mm-hmm. You know, don't force things that aren't meant to be. And I used to do that a lot when I was younger. Okay. I really did. What's important to you now? Like, what's one of the most important things to you when you're dating? Uh, One of the most important things when I'm dating is making sure that that man is happy. Mm. Because I Mm. I learned the guys that I used to date back in the day, they were not happy at all. And I'm naturally happy. I'm always chipper. Like, what's going on, y'all? Like, let's go somewhere. (laughs) And they're like... I'm like, what's the stank face for? Because I'll peep and like, what's wrong? Like, you know, so I really make sure that the man that I am going out on a date with, I make sure I ask the important questions. And number one is making sure that they're happy because happy people treat other people good. Oh, yeah. That's standard. I mean, if they're not happy, they're not going to treat themselves well. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And yeah. I'm sure you've seen a whole lot of that. I mean, oh gosh, it's great that you've been able to do that. And what about your sister? Does she have the same sort of experiences as you, or were you very different in terms of that? We are very different okay. as far as that, but our standards now that we're in our 30s are very high. Good, they should good because we want to we want to get back what we offer and put in a relationship as well because we're great people. You are. Yeah, and, are. and we deserve a good Absolutely. relationship. And I just feel like it's coming. And you will get one and it will come soon. Yeah. I'm excited for your wedding. Thank you. Great. <laughs> yes, I am. So let me ask you about your sister being twins. <laughs> what is something that you really enjoy about having a twin sister? What I enjoy about having a twin sister is like having a built-in best friend. Yeah, that's so nice. you know, growing up, we would finish each other's sentences. Oh, goodness. You know, so many twins are just like so connected that that happens so naturally. And I wonder, like, are you aware of how other people perceive that or? You know what? Growing up, sometimes we would get bundled together as one person. And that would, that would, I would say that was very difficult for us growing up because my sister, actually, she's very shy, very quiet. Really? Okay. She's funny. I bet. Oh, goodness. She has that sarcastic humor, mm-hmm. that dry humor. You're okay. just like, 
<laughs> like, girl, okay. But I was, she's more chill, more laid back. And growing up, I was the more outgoing twin. Okay. And more of like, you know, activities. She was more so, she likes student council type activities. And, and you're cheerleading. I'm cheerleading. <laughs> I want to be out seeing, you know, like, where's the game, man? You know, let's get started with the party. <laughs> so I was more so, more outgoing and she's more laid back. And sometimes we, we would get bundled together and we would always dislike when we were at school and someone would scream out in the hall, um, in the hallway, twin! I'm like, first of all, we have names. Yes. Yeah, because we we were very social in high school and in school and people, of course, they loved us, but they would never call us by our name. Really? They were just just twin. Like, hey, twin. Uh, I'm not your twin. It's it's Megan and (laughs) Ashley. (laughs) Let me ask you. So how do you then keep your individuality? As a twin. You know what? That is a good question. And I've never really thought about that. Because <laughs> you're so connected. We're so connected. But you know what? I would say just living our own lives and doing what we want to do. And because we do have very separate careers, very different careers. And we love to do things on our own. And, and a lot of the times people think that we're just connected at the hip. Mm-hmm. And we're not. Okay. We're not. We, we've always kind of been like that because some people are like, well, how do you feel about your twin um, living so far and being separated? And people don't know that we actually lived apart also in high school. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Where was she living? Because you were with your father. It, we, no. We have a very interesting family. Oh. So in high school, my sister decided to move back to California because I'm originally from California. Okay. Yeah, I'm originally from Northern California. And she decided that Ohio just wasn't for her. And she was like, I'm going to go live with dad. Okay. Yeah, because my parents were divorced. So my sister was like, yeah, I'm just going to, I'm going to go ahead and go to back to California. So from 10th grade to senior year, we were separate. And so we were able to really get our individuality that way as well. Being our own people and our own person. That's so interesting. Yeah. Wow. And is she like you? Because I know you are really into like looking really curated. You always look so good. You're always in these like big heels. How tall are you? I'm 4'11". You're 4'11". But you look a little taller because usually you wear heels. I'm always in a stiletto. <laughs> <laughs> have to be. I have to. I'm like Prince. Okay. I need a little height, you, a little you know. And I just like to stomp in my stiletto pump. No, you always, you know? look, you always look so good. Are there certain self-care practices that you make sure that you do to keep yourself looking a certain way? I would say the biggest self-care is just remaining out of drama. Mm-hmm. Because you know, when people are in a lot of drama, it wears on their face. Yes. And it just wears on their health. It wears on their body. And I just always made sure that I keep the drama to a certain level. I, I did have some drama in my situationship relationships, <laughs> oh, but no. you know, I learned that, you know what? It's not worth it. No, it's not. It's not. Especially if you're not married to that person. Absolutely not. No. So I just really make sure that I I do things for myself Mm -hmm. that make me happy. Okay. I put myself first. Give me one example of something you do that makes you happy. Besides going to restaurants, because I know you like. Oh my goodness, I'm a foodie. I know you are. Oh, one thing that (laughs) makes me happy. There's a lot of things that make me happy that I do for myself. Okay. But I would say, number one is getting on the treadmill and just walking with oh, my music Yeah, on. you've done a really good job. You lost a lot of weight. I saw like your, you. your content. I was so inspired by that. Thank you. You did really well. Yeah. Because it wasn't like you were visibly mm-hmm. like overweight in any way, but the way you trimmed down was really, really yeah. inspirational. I just really wanted to tone up because yeah. I started to lose myself in some of those relationships. I was mm-hmm. starting to take on some of their habits as well. I was like, oh no, this is not Megan in the mirror. <laughs> Drinking too much Minute Maid. (laughs) Too much Minute Maid. Okay, yes. And I was just like, you know what? I need to do something for me. So every morning when I get on the treadmill, I say to myself, I'm doing this for me. I'm doing it for me. Good. And, you know, it's the best feeling when you get off the treadmill because you get rid of a lot of stress. And I actually started to run. (laughs) I've never been a runner before. from a brisk walk to yeah, the run. You know, doing my power walking like this and then, you know, you start to <laughs> press the fast button and it's like, oh, I'm, 
<laughs> I'm jogging now and I love it. That's I love so it. It good. just, I feel so good when I'm done. I'm super, super yes. proud of you, girl. Yes. <laughs> I do have some questions for you. It's a rapid fire question. Oh. So are you ready for some rapid fire, girl? <laughs> Hopefully it's not too hot. <laughs> okay. Would you rather see your future or change your past? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I don't know if I would want to see my future. Okay, so change your I past. I think I would want to change my past. Okay. Because you know what? I lost some time. <laughs> When I was in my, I'm still in my prime, but you know what? I could have changed a few things of like what I know now. If I knew then, I'm like, baby, listen, Okay. we wouldn't have been on that train that we were on. Girl, this is rapid fire. Oh, let me, let me shut up. <laughs> Let's go ahead and rapid fire. Concealer or foundation? Foundation. Rekindled friendship or rekindled romance? Rekindled friendship. <laughs> I'm not backpedaling ever. You live with that attitude. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely not. Sight or sound? Sound. Free shopping spree or dream travel destination? Mm. Can I have both? Mm -mm. Oh, no, we can't have both. Nope. I'm going to say destination travel. Okay. Dine in or delivery? Dine in. (laughs) Vibes. Coffee date or cocktail day? Cocktail day. I don't even know. This is not, that's not even a good question. I know you don't do coffee. I definitely don't do (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Calling or texting? Um, I like calling. Okay. You like to talk on the phone. Yeah. Clean as you cook or clean up at the end? Clean up at the end. (laughs) But like sometimes I like to clean as I cook depending on what I'm cooking. But clean up at the end. Okay. Driver or passenger? Passenger. Plans or surprises? Surprises. Homemade gift or expensive gift? (laughs) Tell the truth. Expensive gift. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Megan. One last thing before you leave. You know that I have my fragrance line? Yes. Yes. I know you like fragrance. I love fragrance. Yes. So I have some fragrances for you. I would (gasps) love for you. You know I'm a crier. I can gifts. Yes. I you know I'm wow. such a girl's girl. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> so we just launched our brand new collection Beautiful. called the Faith Collection. So here are our fragrances. I just want you to smell them and tell me where you would wear it to. I know you go places. Uh, let me touch up my eyes because I'm I'm so emotional when I when I see nice things. Beautiful. Thank Where's you. I'm so happy for you. Look at, look at all. Thank you. I do this you all the, the time. Oh, this oh. is gorgeous. I'm so Thank happy. Thank you, girl. It's that time of the month. <laughs> cute bag. That is so cute. Okay. So this one is a 2911. This is our debut fragrance. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's on there. Real good. I like that. (laughs) Oh, this is fun. This is, oh, this is pretty. Where would I wear this to? This, this to me? Mm Mm-hmm. This feels like all-purpose wear to me. You think so? I think so. I would wear this like an everyday signature. It's definitely a signature set. It's really beautiful. I like this. Girl. Maybe I shouldn't <laughs> spray that because we have other ones. Yes, we do. This one is our from our Faith Collections. This is our brand new collection. This one is called Silent Storm. I wonder what you're going to Silent Storm? <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is so much fun. I like the packaging. The bottle's so beautiful. Thank you. Oh, this is gorgeous. Let's get this, let's get this bad boy out of here. I'm gonna help you with this one. Come through packaging. This is gonna make sure this doesn't go through That's anything. That's right. You wanna make sure it doesn't fall out or trip oh, or this anything. Is everything. You may not be able to smell like that. You might have to spray it, but you can spray it on a note card or something. Oh, this is fresh. Mm-hmm. I like this. I like this one a lot okay. because I'm a fresh girl. I know. I knew you were going to like that one because you tend to like more of the lighter. 
oh, this is very pretty, very light. Mm-hmm. But it gives, it gives a nice, I don't know the word I'm going to say, but it just does <laughs> this to me. It's a little sweet. It's fresh, but it's a little sweet. It's, like an, a, it's an aquatic floral. I like yeah. aquatic floral. Mm-hmm. Because I'm an Aquarius. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> I like this one. This definitely would be an everyday wear for me, for sure. Okay. Like, definitely work fragrance. Mm-hmm. I personally like to wear fragrance when I go work out. So do I. Yeah. Yes. And I feel like this is beautiful. Okay. So yeah. this next one is called Mustard Seed. And personally... This is the one that I wear when I work out. And I every single time I wear this, someone stops me every time and tells me I smell so good. And I think it just, you know, certain things kind of go with like sweat or like, yeah. you know, I don't know how to explain it, but. Oh, this is beautiful. Yeah. It's, yes. it, I really like this one. Let okay, me spray here. a little bit. So that one's mustard seed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you have a new workout fragrance. I like, I really love all of them, to be honest. And these are gorgeous. Thank you so much. Oh, you like mustard seed. Mustard seed is so good. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Megan, for being here. And thank you for sharing everything that you shared. I'm so, so happy that you're able to come. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. And whenever you want me back, I'm definitely here. Yes. We're so proud of you. And if anyone wants to follow Meg, where can they find you? You can find me at You Love Megs on all social media platforms, including YouTube, Instagram. I just started TikTok, which is quite fun. Yes, I can see that for you. Yes. <laughs> and Twitter. So that's the letter U L O V E M E G Z. Thank you so much for watching. Bye bye.